Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's this called? Thrill of Victory. This is really? like the, the, the CBS golf walk-up music. Oh, it's very, it's very, it very, very majestic. Yeah, it is. It is. As we prepare to watch our fourth round of golf today with the... Uh, Somebody's bringing people to the television set a week before the live tour goes on the air. That well, won't be seen. You're doing here the segment. You got okay, to do sorry, the intro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, no, you did the thing. So you're majestic. You do the intro here. Bring us back, <laughs> no, and I'll do the other thing. No, this is the, the thrill of victory. That's something that leads us up to the CBS golf. Tour where where are we run. at? Um, we're all right. Hey. Sports Radio 9290 Game and 9290Game.com. Into the 8 o'clock hour, we're nine floors up in the Kia Studios. Got clouds outside right now because it was clear blue skies yeah, yesterday. Yeah, uh, but clouds around, and it'll be getting any rain. But it's supposed to be a, supposed to be warming up over the next few days. And plus, good morning, Georgia. There you go. It. <laughs> good morning to you folks in Avondale Estates. In wonderful Avondale Estates. Yeah. What about there? Home of the home of the um, the original Waffle House. That's right. I yeah. remember you telling me that yeah, before. It's out there. Yeah, I have no. Well, what's and, the difference and, between and, and, and formerly the home of the Blue Devils? What's the but what's the, the, the Dwarf House? Alaska. The Dwarf House. That's Hateville. But ain't that the original? Dwarf or is that just Dwarf, no, the, 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 Chick- no, Dwarf House? No, Waffle Chick-fil-A. House. Oh, Chick Fil A. That's it. Easy, okay. yeah, easy. Hey, no, they hey. close it. Ain't nobody gonna hear it. Yeah, they're closed. Right, they're, don't, don't. <laughs> hey, from you around here, wanna, you don't get them two brands confused. This ain't my town, Jules. You, you don't, <laughs> you don't want to get them two brands mixed up this in this ain't town. My town. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Anyway, um, we have been talking uh, Tigers since. You know, he he landed here on Thursday and, and got back in front of the golf world, got back in front of the sports world, I should say, and and came out of the shoot and played well. We, you know, he was one under after round one, and we thought, oh, this is going to be nice. He's actually feeling good. And then reality hit on Friday, and he took a step back. Wasn't sure, and you can speculate whether or not they moved that cut line for the host of the tournament. You know, it was supposed to be at even. It moved it down once. So Tiger made the cut. And as we sit here on a redshirt Sunday, especially after yesterday, he blew up yesterday. He shot a 67. Yeah. So he had one of the better days on course yesterday. But how many more times did you think we were going to see a redshirt Sunday? And I ain't talking about playing with his son, Charlie, and the, the you know, right, father-son right, deals. Right, right, Well, we, 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 may, we may get some more of that. Uh, whether or not he's contending is, is, is the other thing. But, you know, he's going to play four rounds of golf. I think um, that's what people would, would want to see. I think that's what fans want to see. I definitely what CBS wants to see. Right, and that's that's a whole <laughs> nother. That's, that that's a whole nother, whole nother thing that's that, that's at play there. The fact that he he's there this week and it's a pretty you know star-studded crew that he's out there playing against too. So I mean, you got John Rahm out there. I don't know if anybody's going to reel him in. Uh, who's leading it? And of course, he's one of the, the top shelf guys who did not go over to Live Tour. Um, and you got some other favorites that are there competing this weekend as well in this event. So people tune in. You're going to see Rory McIlroy. You know, you just uh, Justin Thomas he's, is there. He's you know. playing with those two. Well, at least he did the first two days. Yeah, first played two with days. Justin Thomas. Yeah. Played with Rory. Yeah. 
nobody, very few cared about those two, and those are two of the top players on the planet. You know what the draw was. And this is all you needed to know about this guy again or, or have it put in front of you is we know what L.A. sports fans are like. If they make it by the fifth inning of a Dodgers game, you know, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, deal. Yeah. They just have their own. Well, they only show up to the third. <laughs> they only show up to the <laughs> That city, say what they will about the, you know, the national media has said what they've said about Atlanta and the crowds there are supporting the professional teams and being there, especially during times when it's been playoffs. But L.A. sports fans just don't care. If they decide to go to the game, whether they got tickets or not, you know, they'll go. And if they show up late, who cares? Because we got other stuff to do. That's kind of expected. That's the perception. I've actually been and- there. I went to, to a, a Laker game in the forum. Mm-hmm. And this was during the time when the team was, was, was pretty good. We're talking 90s. And I go there, and sure enough, the game starts and the place is half empty. And by the end of the first quarter, everybody's there. But, I mean, there's no urgency. I got to be there for tip-off. You know, the funny thing about that is I had heard this before, and, and Lakers get credited for doing something that a lot of teams now do. And allegedly they were the first ones to do this, but it wasn't for the reasons they thought. Okay, you go to a Lakers game, you were there. All around the seating is dark. It's like being at a theater. You're there for the show, right? Yeah, the show's right. on the court. Right. So the lights are really only on, focused on the court and the play. And other stadiums are doing that now. The reason I heard from this particular person is because of what you just said. They didn't want to show that the place was half empty, and you got like three minutes left in the second in the second quarter. Yep. So they just kill the lights. So the TV cameras won't pick up people meandering in later on in the game. Well, it, it, I've been in other arenas that, that, that kind of do that, and it gives you that theater-type right. type feel. You but know, that's why they that, did it allegedly. You know, well, back when. Well, that's when. But I mean, you know, the people – well, the people on the way, the people are coming. They just – don't feel like they have to be there at the very beginning, or maybe that, or maybe that's something to encourage you. Be there in the very beginning, or you're going to be stumbling to your seat. Uh, so that means you, you, you're you bringing down a cocktail with you, there, pal. There you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine The Game, ninety-two nine The Game dot com. But I mean, is this sport? I mean, it, it, getting the people in front of the TV again. I just think that every time we see him, whether it's with Charlie or in these situations, and we know he's trying to build himself back up to to play in the Masters and play in the other three majors, but what, is, what does this sport do? Because, again, not only is it fractured, where you got half these guys playing in, in this one league and you got the other people on the PGA, but you don't have that draw. Other than golf fans, they're going to be there. Golf fans are going to find yeah. them. They're going to find them on the CW. For the, as far as the live tournaments, they're going to watch the PGA. But these ratings that they're seeing this all you need to do is take these ratings that you're seeing this weekend and compare them to what's moving forward when he's not there, even the big ones, and then compare them to some. If you can get ratings, you well, think they're well, going to be CW ratings initially for this the I, live that's, match? That's, uh, that's a good question, especially in this town, and that's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> but, but, okay. but 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 uh, nationally, uh, I don't know. I mean. Because this is a new foray for CW right. as a as a network, and so um, I don't know what the time slots are going to be for it. Like I, they got no other sports program all around the world, and right? Could, so. and, yep, it's, it's more it's more of an international tour, I think, than just what we get here at the PGA, which the, all the tournaments are basically in the states, uh, mainland except for the ones they play in Hawaii that goes at the end of the year. So um, I, I I think golf, you know, benefits by having him in. 
And I think it's an opportunity. Yeah, they realize they can't get the same race as Tiger, but I figured people will tune in to see him and see someone who's who's a future, and they'll come back to see that person. So, I mean, I think it's, it's better for him to be there and get people to look and sample the tour rather than not at all. And I think still, like, cause that's why this is a win, not just the ratings they get, but people do get to tune in and and sample what's happening and what's coming. Now, full disclosure, you were sort of tongue-in-cheek when you brought us back talking about the timing of his appearance this week and, yeah. and, and being this tournament being where it is on the schedule given what's coming up. Absolutely. And you danced around that, so I'm going to let no, you No, no, I'm not dancing around that. That, that is a fact that the, you know, how ironic is this week that he's on giving CBS and you know reaffirming in everybody's mind CBS is the network where you watch golf. CBS is where we, we, we've been here for you for years, you know, and so here, here we are, Tiger, CBS, this is where you come for your golf. Right. Next week, we'll see, because this is the end of the California swing. They go to the East Coast and do Florida as they get set to head for Augusta. That's what's happening next week. And I'm not sure which tournaments. He, he usually plays one or two of the tournaments in Florida. Usually, but he's usually, not doing that. You know, He'll practice at home. He's getting through this but because it wasn't about the play. He's not tuning up his game. He's tuning up his body. Well, yeah. So he got to see if he can walk all this and what the residual effects will be tomorrow and the day after and the day after yeah. that. Yeah, well, he so. won't play. He won't play the immediate following week. But I think he'll play one of the uh, Florida events um, as as a, another test, uh, just to see how he's progressing before before going to Augusta, uh, before he goes there and plays. You know, the practice rounds to get set. We think about it, man. We at the end of February. I know. We're talking, you know, that's only a few weeks away. We're talking the Masters. So, um, you know, you, you watch today and see what he does. Had to be pleased with his round yesterday um, to, uh, to to get the three under par. Uh, and so let's see what he does today. And I think people who are going to tune in will, will enjoy his tee off time is 11.16 a.m., 11.16 a.m. Mm-hmm. So after we get off the air, we got time. We to got go. time to run by and get some. <laughs> get some get, get, see, you know what? See, 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 see what you. I got laundry to do. I got stuff to do. This is a good time to like start doing some laundry, and I just put it in and go watch some TV. I yeah. come back, yeah. walk Jesse, come back, do some stuff. So I got, I got things. That's to good. Do that's kind of that's kind of the afternoon for me right there. I'm gonna watch Tiger, and by the time Tiger does, they'll be ready to crank up the engines down at down at uh, Daytona. Got Daytona. Then, then you watch some of that. Some, we got some XFL. And then we got basketball tonight. Yep, yep. So we got all. Yeah, there we go, stuff. folks. I ain't yeah. got to go out the house. <laughs> Doing DoorDash again. <laughs> Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. A couple things I want to get back to because we had started the show. And we're going to talk to um, Terrell Thomas here in uh, the next segment about NBA weekend. And, 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 not, and, 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 about, and about what are we going to see from this team here in Atlanta when they get back to work? Okay. Is this time off going to be good for them or not? So I can't wait to get his thoughts. So we're going to, get, we're going to talk about that. But I yeah. talked about something earlier in the show. I brought something up because Travis Kelsey – is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And got me thinking about the athletes. Some 30 athletes have hosted Saturday Night Live over the years. And instead of asking you who your favorite one is, uh, well, actually I will because I have another thought, but can you think of somebody who you – I mean, everybody goes to Peyton Manning. That ain't for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like he did a good job. He was job. good. He, he, did, he had he that one segment he, that's he a classic. Beans at one 11-year-old in the head. Yeah. Um, I think he was good. I think Jordan was good. I think The Rock is one. I forget which one of his appearances. Yeah, he, he's done five. But, 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 he's, uh, but, but, but he's been quite good. Um, here's one. That you, this is why I think that Kelsey's going to be special because I think that whatever they tell him they want to try, he'll do it. Because the two that stay in mind is I'd like to have been in the room when somebody told Tom Brady, okay, you're going to wear nothing but tidy whities 
<laughs> you're going to tuck your shirt into him yeah. and, and look at the look on his face because he did that on the show. And the other one was Derek Jeter dressing up as a woman. Okay. And I okay. forgot what this what the bit was, but he, he's going. He's going. And he some, was actually pretty good. He, he, he's going to do some TV. Oh, he found out. He's got. He's yeah. got. He's got a deal. I mean, he's been delaying that to do some other things, which he can do with whatever he wants to do. He's Derek Jeter. But he's actually going to do some TV. There's that one. And, of course, then the one that always will, will ever stay with me is the one from, like I said, in the 80s when, when Joe Montana and Walter Payton hosted it. And Walter Payton dressed as Michael Jackson with, with arms the size of his thighs, right? <laughs> yeah, Big muscle, yeah. everything. Just a polar opposite body type of Michael Jackson. I always remember that one. But, anyway, he's going to be on there. But we're thinking about people who you'd like to see, athletes who you'd like to see hosting Saturday Night Live that haven't done it. And one of the people we just got through talking about was one we're surprised they haven't seen. But you thought early on in his career, and I agree with you, Tiger, when he was a machine, when in like he was, there was no way he would have done it then. No. But you think this is a now this, would be a good this time. This Tiger Woods, I think, would do it. I think this Tiger I think Woods, he would, yeah. I, I, he's uh, this Tiger Woods is he tends to smell the roses a little bit. You yes, know he what does. I mean? He, he he does, and I I think that's it. He's a little more approachable, a little more touchable. Uh, he'll talk, they talked about this week. Uh, he he uh, signed a he put a check on the box on the kid's sign. He said, "I mm-hmm. need a heart transplant. I want to be Tiger Woods. I want to play Augusta." He went over and he checked it on the on the Look kid's sign. So I mean, just things like that. He allows himself to be touched. He allows himself to be a little more human. And I think that's and he's getting busted too. He's he's being he's being a prankster. Yeah, he's doing some crazy. He got his wrist slapped. When people are around, yep, yep, and everybody's got cell phones. They didn't have that back in the day. (laughs) Everybody's a journalist. Speaking of sports, happy 64th birthday to the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Speaking of Augusta, yes, the man has a green jacket. Yes, he does. Yeah, he ain't earned it though. Uh, and what you mean he didn't earn it? He, he, I Are seen you him serious? Sick no putts. Man, he earned his very much. Ask the NFL from a owners. business person. Ask the NFL owners. If he I'm didn't not earn talking about that. I'm talking about. Well, that's how you get in. I know how you get in. You right. got to be, you know, one of them you, folks. That's what I'm saying. He ain't sink no putt. He, he is very much see his short his. game. <laughs> and happy 61st birthday to a real athlete. And she was kind of, you know, something to look at back in the day. Hannah Manakova. Yeah. Yeah. You'd expect that one. That was for you. See. See. Sam and Greg. We'll talk NBA next. Yep. NBA weekend with Terrell Thomas. He's joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 19th day of February. Uh, it's a Sunday, and we can't thank you enough. Whether it's Saturday or Sunday, Sam and I always want to thank you guys for letting us be a part of your uh, your weekend mornings. And we came back with that, fresh off the Grammys and seeing Smokey and his just, yeah, I guess he would fall into that American treasure too. Yeah, right? Yeah, and he's Smokey still. Robinson? He's, he still does some concert. He was oh, in he's town. in Vegas, man. But he was in town not um, several months ago. He was doing some, doing a concert here in town. He and I, I tell you who else was down the road last just last week. Gladys Knight was down to concert down, she down was, in, yeah. in, in Albany. She's another you know, American so. treasure. Very much. All right, home folks. Happy 89th birthday to Smokey Robinson. Man. That's the reason we played that. Yeah. Yeah, boy. And still 89 per- years still old. Still performing. He is the same age as Michelangelo when he died. Now, go figure. 
Smokey Robinson got all the advantages of modern medicine, and he's made it this far. How yeah. the hell did Michelangelo in the 1400s last to 89 years old? I don't know, man. I mean, he had some kind of potions think, or something. You think so? You think he so? He had some kind of they, – they knew all kinds of stuff they did with buzzed lips and, and toes of frogs and huh? mixed it all together and – Man, man, to Terrell is listening to you like buzzard. Terrell, man, he ain't got nothing to say. Because Terrell left us last week talking about how a certain team from Philadelphia was going to get the chip. Hey, but his guy from Philadelphia won the, uh, won the slam dunk last night. Yeah, okay. Consolation prize. There you go. <laughs> Terrell Thomas, good morning, man. Welcome to Sports Radio 9290. I got to tell you this, though. I really do. I'll kidding aside, man, this dude is something special. Because I had not, and this is on me, Sam, I didn't confirm when we were going to have Terrell on. And, of course, you and I had to pivot because we have a guest now that the time to have him on is time-sensitive. He's out there in Daytona. And I had just sent Terrell a text when I got here. Well, actually, after I got here. So it was a while, and it was still in the 5 o'clock hour. And he answered me, like, right back. Hey. What's that dude doing up on a Sunday morning that early? (laughs) You ain't going to church that early. Now, you ain't got no baby. I know you got kids, but you ain't got no babies. It'll making you wake up. Are you are you that dedicated that you get up on a Sunday morning in the five o'clock hour, or was this just some sort of outlier? No, I actually I, I I'm I'm normally up early in the morning. I know I've, I told you before, early morning is is the best time for me, and it does give me a chance to pray, to do a little devotion, and and to get ready for church. I'm actually I'm actually ready for church right now. When I get done speaking with you gentlemen, I'm gonna head on into the sanctuary. Fantastic, fantastic, man. You know, he's just up. He's something, you make a habit of being up. That's what he does, folks. And we're always uh, glad to have him on this all-star weekend, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Terrell Thomas. And he is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Uh, we're going to get to these Hawks in a minute, man, because uh, – He I, got I, some questions. Well, I, I got questions Sam got some you. questions. On, um, on Jokic's birthday, by the way. But, but – but, <sighs> It is. It's his birthday. He's 28 today. Is he? Yeah. Uh, um, Go ahead. Th- thoughts about this All-Star weekend and um, how is this one stacking up to some others? Uh, so many other events they, they brought in. Uh, but it's been, been nice to see. Slam Dunk was better than we thought it would be. Oh, we're going to get into that. Gonna be. So don't talk but, too but, long because um, we got but, questions. But, but what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts <laughs> of this All-Star weekend so far? Uh, so far, so good, I must say. And I, I, I want to give a little love and acknowledgement to A.J. Griffin for, you know, putting on for Atlanta and playing on Friday night in the Rising, uh, Rising Stars game. Uh, I know you just mentioned we are going to talk about the slam dunk contest, but I was thoroughly entertained with that. And I was also entertained with the three-point shootout. To me, it seems like the three-point shootout is slightly uh, edged. The uh, slam dunk contest in, in, in recent years as being kind of the highlight of the event. I really loved how Dame Lillard, who won the event, showed love to it to his college. You know, about rocking his college jersey. Uh, but so far, so good. I've enjoyed pretty much all of the events we've seen so far, and I'm looking forward to see who actually plays tonight and what type of entertainment we'll get in the main event tonight. Would actually be in the All Star game. Yes, yeah, the thing I like about the All Star game. There's always this build up, all the excitement. You know, you know who's going to be in the game. The introductions are made. Uh, the anthem is in all the good stuff, and then they tip the ball off. You said. They ain't playing no defense. Yeah, but that's not going to – You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what – That's before, that's what, though. That's what, happens that's, every, that's what happens every year with this game. No, well, you know what's going to happen tonight? There's something else different happening. The excitement comes from choosing of the teams. See, they're going to do that live. So, as opposed to it beforehand where LeBron and, 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 and KD or whoever is it, is it – um, who is it this year? It's Greek Freak? Giannis. Giannis is doing yep, it? Okay. Yep. But they're doing it just before the game. So it's just like the playground. All right, I take you, I take you. You sit down over there, and it's. Go- I think that 
Because, see, folks are going to have their egos hurt a little bit. Yeah. Because it's yeah. going to be in front of everybody. That's what I'm looking forward to, Terrell. I don't know about you. No, I love that how you just said it. Just like the playground. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well to see, like, who does LeBron take first? Who does Giannis take? I, I know that over the years, Giannis and Stephen Curry have enjoyed playing with one another in the All-Star game. He won't be out there, of course, this Sunday, Stephen Curry. So uh, I'm interested to see as well how who, who are the first five to go and who does have their ego, you know, bruised a little bit this evening. <laughs> it bruised it's going to be nice, man. Yeah, that's the part I'm looking forward to. Anything else you usually watch for in this game, the shoes the guys wear, what is the other thing that you usually watch for, Terrell? during this game i definitely i watch for the shoes and i watch for who's recruiting who who's out there kind of you know buddy buddy chummy chummy when they know that a guy's contract may be coming to an end yeah it always seems like it's a lot of side business going on between the players during all-star weekend so i pay attention to who's throwing each other alley-oops and giving each other certain looks and then you know end up saying hey these guys might end up playing together for the next two or three years or so well i got thoughts on that because see what we've seen lately and that we know that's happened it ain't worked out too well because those exact kind of conversations is what put together what happened in brooklyn these kind of conversations would just happen in la with the lakers <laughs> yeah. so hey we haven't yeah. seen it work yeah. out too well but uh, let's you know y'all keep talking We'll see what happens there. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It's um, Sam and Greg with Terrell Thomas, These Urban Times. Listen, your thoughts when you watched that three-point contest, I mean, that, excuse me, the uh, slam dunk contest last night, who won, how he did it, and what that means moving forward for this guy. I don't know how much more time he's going to spend in the D-League because his name is going to be out there. Yeah, that was actually my first thought. I thought it was wonderful to see a gentleman from the G League actually get an opportunity to shine. I know some folks who are familiar with, you know, like YouTube sensations and such were were aware of who Mac was before he even stepped on the court. He's been making a name for himself since uh, he was a high school player in Virginia, went to Georgetown, then went to Texas Tech for a little while. He's been around the G League for some time. He was a G G League Rookie of the Year. Um, But to see him in the Sixers jersey, and I think it was really really clever of the Sixers to, to sign him to a two-way deal just, uh, right. you know, a week before the All-Star game and I actually get this, this, this gentleman an opportunity to shine. And he put on a show. He certainly put on a show. I was mesmerized, honestly, by his first slam dunk. How he hopped over two people, really, yep. hit the ball against the backboard and still made the dunk. It just showed how athletic this young man is. And I, I was really impressed. I, I also uh, want to give some love to Trey Murphy that plays for the Pelicans because he has some great dunks as well, but I think sometimes we overlook it because he's 6'9", 6'10", you know, he's expected to be a high flyer. Uh, but Mac put on a show yesterday, and it was great to see. I know a lot of people were, were saying beforehand, oh, I don't know these names, I'm not going to tune in. If you didn't get a chance to tune in yesterday, you certainly missed one of the best shows in the slam dunk competition we've had in some years. And more importantly, perception was knocked down once again. Yeah, yeah it was great stuff, great stuff. Terrell, thought us about a guy who has ties to our area, Jose Alvarado. And what he had a chance, has had a chance to do there this uh, this All Star weekend, and here's a guy who really made it the hard way, you know, undrafted, you know, out of Georgia Tech. Uh, he's gone and made a home for himself in New Orleans, and uh, he managed to get his share of the spotlight this weekend. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Very impressive. Uh, I know he was the player of the game in the Rising Stars game, and then he he even got out there with his with his teammate who I just spoke of, Trey Murphy, and they kind of did a collab collab dunk. Uh, Jose's been known recently as being that spark plug on the floor, also getting a lot of defensive steals. So he came out there and acted like he was stealing the ball from uh, Murphy and then threw him a nice alley-oop. It was great to see him, 
not only showcased as a basketball player, but showcased as a father as well. He had his young daughter with him primarily uh, throughout the events as he's been on the sideline cheering his different teammates on. So it's been great to see him over the last few, over the last year or so, really shine. As you mentioned, he's done things the hard way, uh, being a star in the G League and then actually getting the opportunity to shine with the Pelicans. And I hope we keep seeing that young man succeed. But it, it was wonderful to see him put on a show on Friday. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com with Terrell Thomas. All right, man, what can we expect? What do you think we can expect to see in the second half? I think these Hawks are going to come back focused. I, I, I really, really do. I believe that. I believe this time off was really good for them or will be really good for them. Uh, I'm hoping that Trey has some time to really get his mind, body, and soul right uh, for Although people say, you know, this is the last half. It's only about 26, 27 games remaining, something to that nature. So it is time to really buckle down if our Hawks want to make a push to make the playoffs and not be in the play-in tournament. I'm also looking to see DeJounte Murray's leadership here from here on out. DeJounte, in my personal opinion, has possibly had uh, the best season so far for any one of our Hawks. Uh, and that's no disrespect to Trey or John Collins, but uh, Murray's been very impress- impressive to me when Trey's been on the floor and when he has not been on the floor. I'm also looking to see how A.J. Griffin kind of, I don't want to say bounces back, but this is the most amount of games he's played in his career. Of course, coming from Duke last year, uh, he he hasn't had the experience of an 82-game season. So I'm hoping that he'll have his legs under him after Friday's performance and that the guys are really listening to what Coach McMillan is preaching on the defensive end of things. Our guys have never struggled offensively, but defense has been, uh, kind of worrisome, you know, for the last few years for our Hawks. And I think that'll be the difference in the Hawks if they really want to make a strong push with the East being so wide, ho- wide open, excuse me, it's top heavy, of course, with the Sixers and the Celtics and the Bucks. But after that, it's pretty wide open with the destruction that we've seen recently at the Brooklyn Nets. Although I do think the Nets have a very bright future uh, with the assets and what they were able to pick up. But I think our Hawks realize they really need to get the ball rolling. They need to finish over 500 over these last 25, 26 games or so, uh, and I'm hoping that the rest will really allow them to do so. Darrell, I'm looking at the schedule now. They got the next four uh, games at home, which is great, and they got more home games in the month of March. They were gone quite a bit during the month of February. And Talk about how you hope that's something. You, you really reclaim the home court here uh, because they got more home games on the schedule coming up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful time of year, and I don't want to bring up a, a, another sport, but being as though the Braves are, are starting to get their season rolling as well, it seems like Hawks fans around this time of year really get into the sports theme of things. And with our Hawks having so many home games, I hope the crowd gets out to games that will really give us that momentum or that, that extra battery pack, I'll say. Um, and being home for that home cooking will be sweet. It's, it does seem like every other game or so, our Hawks have been on a three- or four-game road trip. Uh, so for us to have the next couple games at home, I think it'll be very crucial for them young men to sleep in their own bed, to hear Hawks fans going crazy down at State Farm Arena, and to really, once again, get on a good foot and pick up a few wins, get on a winning streak. Um, did your kids hear you swear last week when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl at the house? You know, I was actually <laughs> really proud of myself last week. You know, I was, I was a little distraught. Yeah, uh, but I I had to do more comforting uh, them. I was surprised. Oh, uh, y'all are my babies. I'm raising y'all right because they were upset. They, my daughter, my daughter could not understand how that holding call was made. Oh, oh not the whole, no, not not the no, referee yes, again. Yes, no, I, come I, on, I was, man. I was I was so impressed that, that she even had that knowledge. And my son, he just was mad we weren't going to a parade and whatnot. So uh, I was. 
I'm, I still feel some type of way about that loss, but I'm so proud of Jalen Hurts and, you know, all he's overcome in this season. And the future is bright. I hate to say that. I really hate to say that because you got to seize opportunities in any sports. You know, you know we, we've learned that from the Hawks being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tomorrow isn't promised when it comes to bringing a championship to any city. So I was, I was, you know, a little hurt, but I love Patrick Mahomes. So it was, it was a, it was great to see that young man continue his his story. His story looking pretty good so far. Well, Sam, I will say this for this for for this guy who comes up and he's a part of our show. As we sat here a year ago, we talked about we were we weren't far from the Braves doing what they did. We weren't far off from the Hawks performing the way they have. Um, and so, as we sit here now, I can say to you honestly that. Despite what you know, the Bulldogs and what they've done, and some other success here locally, you can take pride in what the city of Philadelphia did this year. Not only in baseball, but also in football. You should feel really proud. I am. I am. It's been exciting to see, and I hope that I hope we do get that down here in Atlanta. We got to experience a parade not too long ago, and I'm hoping we get to see that again really soon for one of these franchises. Yeah, yeah. got a city of silver medals. Yep. Up there in Philly. There's <laughs> <laughs> silver medals. Hey, hey, hey. You got to be around to get those. That's though. right. That's right. <laughs> hey, Terrell, we'll talk to you next week, man. As always, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Have a great week. All right. That's Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times. Uh, listen, I got a casting call for you. It's it, it's sort of a, a different one. That we're in a time right now. We're in one of those periods. Not necessarily like the holidays, but we're in a period. I'll explain next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 game 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the. Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg taking you back. Yep. Taking you back. I'm going to take you, put your, take your sweater off and put your sweater on. He put the sweater on. He, he, he took the shoes, coat off and put the sweater on. Put the sweater on. Took the shoes off, put right. the gym shoes on. There you go, yeah. That's something that like was, that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what Eddie Murphy did in Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Would you be by? <laughs> I had uh, Max play that because, believe it or not, once again, Today is the day, 1968, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood debuted. Really? There you go. Okay. In, in the history of everything, there was a first day, and this was the first day of Mr. Now, see, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder those early years. He's part of the fabric of this country now. You can't tell the history of this country. At some point, you got to mention Mr. Rogers. But what that person, how he was received then Given given what 1968 was in this country, oh yeah, and then this guy comes in. I mean, he's 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 almost Disney like. He's just too perfect, if you will, for for that person that demeanor. But you know, you forget he's, you know, he's a minister, and that's what you want. You you want that demeanor from the minister, right? Right, right. right. So anyway, but you're right. There's a there was a lot happening. There was a lot of stuff happening, and him for uh, maintaining that. Now, mind you, being on PBS that helped. Helped. Yeah. Right, as opposed to you had to kind of go looking channel. for me, wasn't you? Right. Here's another one on this date, 1977. We remember seeing this all the time, but I, I can't. I just kind of we didn't see it anymore. The space shuttle Enterprise, okay. okay, was the first test flight where they put it on the back. Remember they used to put them things on the 747. On the back of a 747. That's what this was the first day they attempted that, and I want to know who the guy was who greenlit that. 
<laughs> with. Yeah, I think it'll work. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> so, hey, God bless you. This is you don't you don't. I know there's a phrase here, but it's something about you know. You don't you don't advance unless you take some chances. Yeah, nothing venture, nothing gain. That's it. There you go. That's it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't hang around you for nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, we talked about this yesterday. I've talked about it before. There are certain times of the year that, when it comes to the casting call, it's just kind of a lull, and that's because of things going on in the industry. Now, there are pro- um, productions being shot right now. Okay. There have been in years past where there was nothing going on. Because this was known as pilot season in February, February into March. That's when all the shows were being cast. You know, if you were if you were signed with an agency, which, by the way, this has never happened to me, but it could have happened, but it hasn't happened. And I'll, I'll give you the example. I got booked on a TV show. You remember this, and y'all were ready to just hit me with both <laughs> with both barrels when I got cast on the TV. It was a remake of Varsity Blues, and I was going to be the stadium announcer, right? I had a right, kind of a right. unique name. But anyway, and we had the table read. Everything went, went over to Black Hall Studios, had the table read. I was I was a regular on a TV show. And then the pandemic hit. Went away. I got paid, though. That was nice. Well, that's but, always Yeah, nice. <laughs> I don't think you'd like that. We'll take that. I got paid, but the show went away. Not only did the show go away, the network it was going to be on went away. Man. Yeah. So I think that had I gotten booked on that or had that show happened, you take people, agents feel more comfortable submitting people for scripted shows, movies, things like that, if they've been on one before. Right. And I since I have not been on one, I'm not usually submitted. I'm not asked. And I'm I'm cool with that. That's fine. I like the role I'm in right now. If something changes with that, I'll I'll welcome it. I'm trying to get better. I got I was with a casting director when I did that thing where I was working with Ann Viv. And he says, you know, I could tell your your auditions. There's a noticeable difference. You're getting better. Okay. So he said that to me, right? Okay. So shortly after, he snuck up on me and called me all kinds of dirty names, trying to scare me while I was prepping. Whoa. And I realized, no, he was messing with me. Okay. Like, so you dirty. You walk up behind your friend, and you say all that, and then you ready to fight, and then you realize it's your friend. So shout out George Pierre. I'm looking at casting call. You got to hear for hand models and pizza delivery. That guys. was last week. That was last, last, that was yeah, last week. I got a fresh one in there now, man. But I mean, a pizza delivery guy, did you have to like actually be you, a pizza delivery guy? It's a guy? look that they're going for. Do no, you, well, I you, guess, but you're do, not really. Do you bring a pizza with you? No, no, you don't. You don't? <laughs> if you're a pizza delivery, a pizza delivery guy have an actual pizza. You would think, wouldn't you? You're right. Yeah. but you, for, We want authenticity here, don't we? Well, you don't know what to see. He could have been just standing at the door getting in a fight with his girlfriend in, in, a, in, a, in a hat of a pizza place. The The... Or it could be the scene like Fast Times, right? When when, when Spicoli has a pizza, Mr. Hand. Now that one is different. <laughs> right? You're right. With right? That one. Okay, there you go. But that was anyway, a real pizza. That was last week. Okay. That was gone. You're going to see a fresh one there right now. And what I have done, because it is slow, I'm just going to, in the next couple of weeks, focus, like I did during the holidays, on pushing you guys to the jobs behind the camera, letting you know those of you who have a skill set. Maybe you got a pink slip, unfortunately, at the end of last year. Okay. You're still looking. Maybe you got a job that. You know, you have time to do another job. So I will get you started and trying to every day. Once you know where it is, you guys can go back there regularly and find out what holes need to be filled on the various crews. Again, right now, kind of a slow period. Like I said, productions are being shot. It just may not be a big need for extras. But I say to you, this is a perfect time 
to get in the database of these casting directors if this is something you want to do. Now, let's let's play the long game here, Sam, right? All right. People are busy right now. They're going to be busy next week and the week after. But here's what we do know is going to happen. Kids got 18 different weeks off, right? You got a week off here. You got a spring week. You got a fall, whatever it is. There's fall go- break, spring break. There's going to be weeks. Semi-spring break. Where kids spring are going to be break off and a for half. a week. You can, you, know, you can plan ahead. Teach your work day. I mean, you know, there's yeah, all kind of reasons for these jokers not to go. To so fast. <laughs> you call them jokers. So, yeah, so go to school. families can can kind of plan. Oh, uh, you know, uh, Tim and, and, and Jane have uh, the second, third week off in, in, in March. Maybe I'll submit them for these roles. So there's that. We also have summer coming up, obviously, summer break. So you can start planning for those times if you're not going to travel. Right now, you get past the two or three jobs that I have posted, one with Hilton Casting, actually two with Hilton Casting. They're doing Kingdom Business and uh, Zoltar, season two of both of those shows. Destination Casting, January tells me she got like three or four jobs ready to explode. So you'll see Destination Casting, put new film, uh, TV film, but you're getting in her database for a number of upcoming projects. That's cool. Send your three pictures of yourself dressed regularly in front of a Blank wall, doesn't have to be a white wall, but a blank wall. Headshot, waist up, full body. Send that to the casting directors, you're good to go. But if you keep scrolling film industry and voiceover information, I'd start you with that behind-the-camera film and TV industry jobs. That's where you want to focus for the next couple weeks. All right, so that's what I put up there, Sam. It really is a, a, a good time to not only – getting in the database, but also if you're thinking about doing voiceover work. I got a couple connections there. Bill Seller is one, Atlanta Voiceover Studio. They're not the only ones in town, but these are two people that I know I've used, and they will take you from soup to nuts as far as what you need, or if it's just something specific. Maybe you're already in it, but I need a new demo, and the dude I used to use it, the woman I used to use, they're no longer here, Sam, so let me call one of these folks up. Boom, get a demo done. I used to go record my demo. Oh, my, st- my equipment isn't working. I want to do this audition. I don't have a place to go. Boom, go over there and see Heidi. Not NC Steve, or give Bill Seller a call. We've had Bill work with a couple people here at the radio station and, and put their demos together. So, again, greg.clarksonodyssey.com for any questions you have getting into this. I've been here for a while doing this. I'm going to continue to, and I try to let you know where those opportunities are to maybe get seen a little bit quicker than you might have when they've got four projects up in the air. This is a good time for the casting directors to see new faces. They all want fresh faces. All of them. But like I said, Rose Lock is, is knee-deep, CL casting knee-deep. in um, And by the way, Rose Lock is the L in CL casting. Okay. They're knee-deep into that Francis Ford Coppola project, uh, Megapolis. So you that go to their going, website. That one's going on now, It's right? going on right now. Yeah. I don't know how many extras they need, but I do know they need them. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of those unique ones. Heather over at Casting Taylor Made, she's doing that project I just had a chance to be a part of called Found, which is going to be on NBC later on. It, but right now, I don't, I'm not confident that all of them need extras. So while that's the case, and I know that I have this little couple-week period where I can take a couple weeks again, focus on behind the camera. Because they're there, but I don't normally focus on it. So let's get you guys up and running to the carpenters or drivers or makeup artists or, you know. We got some vehicles whatever. downstairs now. Uh, really? You notice there's one, that, cause there's one bus over there where we parked this. Sitting there, and yeah. it took my parking spot. Yep, you got that. I was going to park over there, and then in front on the uh, on Peachtree across from the. Hang on, that's part of a project. They got some other vehicles 
that are there. I, 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 I guess something's coming. Well, when you get I don't here at 4 in the morning, I mean, you don't notice. You, you know, and, and, else, and, and so. maybe tomorrow maybe. with the, the not many people coming to work or whatnot, maybe they are going to have something. But, yeah, this bus almost almost looks kind of like Parker's family. It bus. did. I saw that in the morning. <laughs> I, that's what I thought of. Yeah. So but yeah. he's in my parking spot where I would normally run. Absolutely. I rolled up and I saw that. What's this bus doing here? Then I noticed there's some other vehicles. I'm like, well, maybe there's, I don't know what they're, what they're working on. Something, something, you know. Hey, how about that? <laughs> now I can't get that stupid song out of my head. No, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do that to you. You put that in there, man. I did not mean to do that to you. Sam, in 1881, did you know Kansas became the first state to prohibit alcohol? Really? Yep. That's why, why? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. That's why Kansas is where it is. Okay. Ain't nobody going there. <laughs> Y'all kept out alcohol. We don't want any. Um, And now, 1945. Okay. Something we have all seen. But again, didn't know when it happened. But on this date was happened the famous picture of the Fifth Fleet putting the flag in in Iwo Jima. Uh, in Japan, at, yeah, you know, yeah, World yeah. War II in the Pacific. So this was yeah. the this was the date, the invasion of Iwo Jima, raising the flag there, 1945. And everybody has seen this picture. I mean, it's just. Um, also, on a lighter note, 1970. Who was the the American League Cy Young winner? If you had to guess, 1970 American League Cy Young winner. Man, who who? who I'm not sure if he actually went to jail, but he was on his way there. Oh, McLean. There you go. That's all I had to say. Yeah, you said that. I'm like, all right, I got you. <laughs> in so, uh, apologies to the person who's in my house. Yeah, uh, that, that Tiger, that loyal Tigers fan. <laughs> got suspended for bookmaking. Denny McLean, name of story. Anyway, uh, again, Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com, if you got any questions about any of this stuff. Um, and, of course, you can see the list up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. But, again, let's just focus on those of you who, and, again, I walk through here. You know Bob of the sales department. He's on the eighth floor normally. You've seen him. He's been here forever. Bob okay, Jackson, yeah. right? He actually stopped me, pulled me aside, and actually wanted to be working with locations. Oh, he's like thinking about, you know, yeah. maybe I can do this on the side or something. Yeah. Along with locations, they're the Marines of a production company. They're the first ones there. They got to scout out these places, and then they continue to scout out locations all around town. Yeah. I, I met someone who, uh, who who does that. I was at a career day at, at, uh, at Tri-City. Shout out Tri-City's high school. You said and you had an update there. for me. Which one? You, uh, you want Your uh, nieces? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you said you had an uh, update, man. I did. I did. I did. I, I want to make sure I get the name of it correct because um, she, uh, and of course, we're talking about the, the one niece who's a theater major right. and has moved up to the, to the, big, to the big city. And um, and found it get, got got on stage uh, recently, and I'm trying to find it. Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it okay, at? Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I will tell you that it was also on this day that the first set of brothers won gold and silver at the Olympics. Yep, that was the uh, and and you know these names. 1984. Bill and Steve Mayer. Ah, the Mayers. Yeah. Look at that. Slalom. It was a solemn or giant, giant slalom. They slalom, were skiers, basically. Yep, yep. And it was on this day, 1985, that that company right down the street, round the corner, up the block, introduced the world to Cherry Coke. <laughs> you know, I told somebody recently, I said, you know, they experimented with the new Coke years ago right. to see if people would try it. 
And so people will say that it failed, and I say it will succeed. It succeeded because if you go to a grocery store now, how many different brands of Coke? Please, really? Are, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, that thing was an overwhelming success. You know, um, she. Um, with this the, is your niece with the Brooklyn Comedy Collective. Okay, the Brooklyn Comedy Collective, and, you know, and, and she got on stage, and they're doing some 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 comedy skits, okay, and whatnot. Okay, and so it's just her first time. It's just nothing to do that. like performing live. Yeah, and she nothing hadn't like done it. it since college. It was been it'd been a few months since she graduated, and she couldn't have been. She's over the moon, just thrilled. So, and like, she's doing it in New York. In in New York, yikes! You know, you're up there her. doing stuff. You never know who's checking you out. So she uh, she said she went out and did a great time with the and, Brooklyn and Brooklyn Comedy it. Collective. Let her get through there in New York, and then she can give me a call now that she sees it, and I'll make a call to my friends up at Second City. Give a couple, two, three of my friends. Yeah. I have my friends at the Steppenwolf. Yeah. Uh, actually, I went to school with a girl who's actually artistic director there at Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf is the uh, the, the theater put together by uh, John Malkovich and Gary Sinise. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was the uh, artistic director up there, and Amy Morton, and she was on Chicago PD and on Bear, that new show. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? We're moving into this 9 o'clock hour, and it seems weird because it's sometimes our first hour or second hour, but we're back (laughs) on Sundays, and it is our last hour, and we were going to be talking football. Yeah, No, not the NFL. We already got past that season, but there was football yesterday, two games. Yeah, two more coming up today. Got more. XFL is is up and running. We're going to talk about that, but more about what they're doing within that game that we saw from – Past times when the leagues have started and the NFL has looked, hey, that's a pretty good idea. Maybe we'll do that. The mm-hmm. innovations that these leagues have, have brought forth that may work on the NFL level. Never know. Also, I want to talk a little bit about the changes baseball is going to leave in place heading into this upcoming season. We'll get into that. And a guy who drove yesterday at Daytona. We're going to talk about that experience of being down at the uh, Daytona 500. Uh, member of Rev Racing, mm-hmm. LeVar Scott. Any relation? I say Scott, I'm talking about racing. You should know who I'm talking about. I, I don't, you know, but you know, I don't think so, but we can ask We him. can ask him that. There's a tease for you. Sam and Greg, that? Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 